Welcome to That's What She Shed, the podcast where we shed light on the transformative mental health journeys of extraordinary men and women. I'm your host, Shelley Tripp Norvell, licensed therapist and coach, and I'll be your guide through these inspiring conversations. Together, we'll delve into the depths of their belief systems that they bravely shed, ultimately leading them to embrace their own liberated mental health journey. Together, we'll explore their profound insights, their breakthroughs, and share some practical tips along the way, empowering you to embark on your own journey of healing. So without further ado, let's begin with That's What She Shed. All right, so just want to thank you guys for joining me today on That's What She Shed. I'm leading into one of my favorite topics today. And I have a feeling that I will be camping out here for a bit. And that favorite topic comes from places of pain and healing in my own life. It's definitely a topic I'm passionate about. So my mission is to help all of us who are daughters reclaim that identity. Our true daughtership identity as a daughter of the king. You know, all of us are daughters. And I believe that when we walk in that truth and that identity, the femininity and the wisdom, something amazing happens to us. And when I say walking in that femininity, I'm not talking about bows and ruffles and sparkles and pink and all things very, very girly, Barbies. A little girl who loves to play basketball and t-ball and doesn't like wearing ruffles and hates the color pink, she's still feminine. That's not what femininity is. Femininity is that, that freedom and that openness, that humility, that flow of energy that comes from walking in your own identity. It's the Eve. It's the light bringer. So the traditional name, now that I'm on the word Eve, the very first woman that walked the earth was Eve. And the traditional name for that is derived from the word life, meaning life bringing, to give life, full of life, all derivatives of Eve. So if you're a mother, life bringer, daughter life bringer, or both, just know I'm passionate about both. Your light's been dimmed for different reasons. And my mission is to help you get that light back. I love working with mamas and helping them find that. I love coaching daughters and the identity of their inheritance, their birthright. The women who walk in grace, empathy, humility, freedom, freedom to be yourselves and live in that flow and energy of your unique God-given character. This free flow is not coming from a space of conquering, but an energy. And it's an energy of openness and love and freedom. It's not an energy that's bogged down from things that have happened to us. Those things that did dim your light, that could reconstruct your conceptualization and your conceptualizations and your identity. Now, that being said, 
going back to how do we embrace our daughtership and even mamas, how do we help our daughters and daddies? How do we help our daughters embrace that daughtership? And I want you to know that one of the first things that you can do for your little baby girls is to let them know that their voice matters, that they are important, that they matter. They're worthy of being paid attention to. Because let me tell you, a child not believing that their voice matters shows up in really malfunctioning ways. They're, they'll grow up and they'll think, my voice doesn't matter because they've been told, I'm busy, get over it. There's nothing to be afraid of. Just go to sleep. Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. You're so sensitive. Stop being so dramatic. Those types of statements will definitely dim a little girl's light for sure. And when she grows up in a a system where that message is told to her over and over again, she will shut down. She will learn her voice doesn't matter. And then they'll begin to think, why bother even sharing if I've had a bad day? Why bother even asking for help for my homework? Why bother going to my mom and telling her, or my dad telling him I have a really bad headache and I don't feel well? Why does it matter? Or how about this? Why should I go to my mom or dad and tell them that I don't like the way my boyfriend's making me feel? I don't like the way he's talking to me. Or I feel like my teacher's picking on me in the classroom when I don't know the answers and I feel stupid. Any of those types of problems that a child is struggling with or a teenager struggles with in dating or just all of the problems that come up in middle school, guys, if they don't feel like their voice matters and they've already learned how to shut down, they're not going to know what to do with the bigger emotions and the bigger struggles. And then they become adults who then maybe choose a partner that's not good for them or they begin to get into things that do make them feel good because it's not feeling good at home And they begin to make decisions and choices that are very, very maladaptive for them in their life. And it started with you, mommy, or you, daddy, making them feel like their voice didn't matter because you didn't show up for them the way they needed you to show up for them and process with them their big emotions that they don't know how to put into words. That's your job. They will shut down. And then guess what happens? They grow up, and this is from my clinical experience. This isn't just coming out of my head. This is 
from women that I've worked with in trauma. This is from evidence-based studies. But they don't come they don't come into life. They don't grow up into adulthood believing that they're safe, that they are um they're able to get their needs met, that they're supported, that their voice matters. What ends up happening is they become adults who always feel unsafe emotionally. They're the the daughters that have grown up and will become mothers, maybe if they choose to have kids, who are highly sensitive, who maybe will even make themselves invisible, who have difficulty grounding and self-soothing, who have difficulty with boundaries, who have difficulty with their own personal power. They may have trouble knowing what they need and what they want and definitely have trouble asking for it if they know it. They often feel very alone and will isolate. And this starts with a child who did not feel like their voice mattered whose voice was shut down, whose light was dimmed, who started out as that light bringer Eve and it got dimmed a little bit at a time. And mamas who are hearing this, it's it's one of it's very important that you know there's no shame in this and there's always room for repair. Always room for repair. That's going to be on another podcast um, with actually my daughter is going to come in and we're going to talk about our own story and and how we went through a difficult time and made repair. So that's coming. There's no shame and you can always begin the repair process. Okay, here's another thing that I wish I'd known sooner. Here it is. You ready? It's not about me. There's a quote that I really love, and it was given by Jessica Lang, and it says, the natural state of motherhood is unselfishness. And motherhood's hard. It's really hard. And it's one of those things that doesn't get discussed a whole lot. Motherhood in the movies, on social media and the books can be romanticized there's this fantasy that it's all wonderful when the baby comes home when in actuality having a baby is traumatic it's a good trauma but it's a change and with change comes grief and with change can be trauma sometimes and we need mothers to start hearing that it's okay if you're having a hard time it's okay. You made this choice and you've got to find the support. At the same time, you have made this choice and you make this choice every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own. Motherhood's about teaching your children the hard lessons, about teaching them to do the right thing, even when you're not sure what the right thing is. And it's definitely about forgiving yourself over and over again for when you do mess up. But let's talk about the it's not about me for a moment. Okay, 
This comes through my office often with clients. Mamas, when your kid comes to you, and this is just boy or girl comes to you, and they have a problem, they need your help, you've got to stop making it about you. Well, you say, Shelly, how, how do I make it about me? What does that mean exactly? Hmm. Well, I can tell you how I made it about me when my little girl was in second grade and she would get in trouble at church, at church, in the choir, or she'd get in trouble at school and come home with her little clothespin moved. It didn't come home on green. It came home on yellow. And I made it about me every single time until I didn't. And here's how I made it about me. I took that as a personal attack on my identity, that my child is coming home in trouble. And oh, I didn't even tell you what she got in trouble for. She got in trouble for talking too much. She was a little miss social, just like her mama. And she was very friendly and everyone loved her. And she would get in trouble at church choir because she talked too much and wouldn't be quiet and sit still. And the teacher couldn't do what she was supposed to do, I suppose. I made that about me by taking it on as I am a failure as a mother. My child can't be quiet in class. My child can't stop talking. It's all poor me, 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 me. I'm a failure as a mother. I've ruined my child's life. And now all of a sudden I've become the victim in this story. I've entered the victim zone. And it wasn't until I had this wise woman come to me and say, so what, Shelly? So what? She talks too much. Is she happy? Is she making good grades still? Is she, does she love people? Does she love Jesus? We will talk about the talking in the appropriate times. And guess what? It's not about me. Sometimes we will fail as parents. We will mess up. We will hurt our child on purpose or not on purpose. And guess what? We can take that failure and we can learn and grow from it. It doesn't have to be shame. Shame is neither good nor bad. It is just an emotion. It can take us into humility or it can take us into toxic shame. Stay in humility. Look at the situation. This is an amazing opportunity for me to grow and learn. How can I grow and learn from this? That is a graceful way to deal with your own failures when you feel like you're failing as a parent. Another way we make it about ourselves is when they come to me needing help in some way. And we somehow twist the story and turn it around and start talking about ourselves. We've just made it about us and our child has not gotten any support. I'm sure you can think of areas where you've either experienced that or you've caused that experience. And we've got to start showing up for our kids in a way that that is representative of us being bigger, stronger, kinder, wiser. Mamas, you are bigger, you are stronger, you are wiser, not them. 
We cannot make it about ourselves by going to our children for emotional support. Ever. Our children need us to show up for them to be their emotional support. Plain and simple. It's not your little girl or little boy's job to make you feel secure, satisfied, happy about anything. It's not their job. You are bigger, stronger, kinder, wiser. They can't make you sad. They can't make you calm. They can't make you angry. You are choosing sad, calm, angry, any of the emotions. They are not responsible for your emotions. But what happens to your child when they think they are responsible for your emotions? Guess what they become? Pleasers. They become little performers. And that's a little T trauma, by the way. When they walk into a room and they assess how's my mommy or my daddy feeling right now and how can I manage the situation to make it better, how can I make mommy feel better, and then they step into that kind of action, it's a trauma. Your child has um, become the grown-up. And they're not supposed to be the grown-up. And they're learning how to take care of your emotions. You be careful. Step back into your role as a parent. And do not let your kids parent you. Because I know you don't really want to do that to your kids. Now you might be a mom of an older child. And you might be hearing this for the first time. And your kid's 18 years old. And there's always repair again. We're going to talk about that in another podcast, and I'm going to bring my own daughter on. But here's what repair is, okay? so I've said that word a couple of times, and I think I want to close with repair today. Repair is when you take responsibility. You go to your child. You do not wait for them to come to you. As mothers, we have, again, bigger, stronger, kinder, wiser. We have to go to them. And we have to say, I know, okay, here's a great repair statement. You, you word it the way ever you need, but here's the structure of it. I know that when I did or when I said, fill in the blank, that impacted you in this way. Fill in the blank. And about that, I am so very sorry. Will you forgive me? Nowhere in that statement did you hear me make an excuse. This is why I did it. I was just. I'm sorry, but. That has nothing to do with repair. And it actually negates the apology. And it minimizes your child. So let me, let me go over that one more time. When you make repair and you go to your child, you say, I know that when I did or said X, Y, Z, that must have made you feel or I caused an experience of X, Y, Z. And... That must have made you feel 
This is all empathy, guys, in parentheses, empathy, 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 empathy. That must have made you feel so sad or so lonely or so scared. And I'm so sorry that I did or I said that. Will you forgive me? Man, oh man, oh man, there's something super powerful about that, guys. It will transform all of your relationships when you can learn how to make repair like that and mean it. An example of making repair but not really making repair is, hey, I know that when you were a kid or I know yesterday when you did this that that uh, I reacted in a way that made you scared or angry and I was just trying to help you see or even I was just having a bad day and I took it out. No, no, no. That's not empathy at all. That's making excuses for why you behaved poorly and then it's minimizing their own feelings. Negates the whole thing. So if there's one nugget here that I could really leave you with today is learn and practice how to make that repair. Not just with your kids, with your friends, with your spouse, with your boyfriend, your partner, your boss, your mom, your dad. Learn how to make repair like that and it will transform your relationships and that light that's been dimmed inside of you, that Eve light will begin to brighten just a little bit more. There's so much more I want to cover today, but I think I've probably gone way over. So I'm going to just pick up next time and it'll come in. I'm going to have a couple different guests. We're going to stay camped out on this daughter, mother, daughter, daughtership situation and, and talk about it further. I would so love to hear from you. I would love an email Reach out to me through my website, ShellyNorvell.com. That's Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-I, Norvell, N-O-R-V-E-L-L.com. Ask me some questions. I want to talk about the things that are important to you because guess what? Your voice does matter. And with that, I'll sign off. I hope you have a great day. So from battling anxiety and depression to overcoming trauma and self-doubt, that's what She Shed is a safe space for authentic conversations that inspire, empower, and remind us we're not alone in our struggles. So whether you're looking for personal growth, inspiration, or seeking solace in shared experiences, join us next time for these authentic and transformative conversations. Make sure you visit my website at ShellyNorvell.com and connect to my online community. Sign up for my newsletter, social media, and stay up to date on the latest happenings with my 33 tribe. Hit the subscribe button below. And remember, that's what she shed, because healing is a powerful and liberating journey.